Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. And Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. If you've got a question you'd like me to pose to Jared Schofield, the assistant coach of the West Coast Eagles, he's about to join us shortly, then you can text us on 0487 736 736. I mentioned before the break uh, that Fremantle had their season launch today. There was a breakfast uh, and all the corporate clients, all the players were present uh, and no doubt all the administrative staff, uh, coaches and CEOs and everybody was there for the launch. So was the captain, Alex Pierce. And firstly, here's just a couple of snippets before we speak to Scoey on what Alex Pierce, the captain of the Fremantle Dockers, had to say. Firstly, on uh, the audio we played just before the break on the retirement of Angus Brayshaw, no doubt very close to the Fremantle Football Club because of brother Andrew being a docker. Anyone who has to finish their career early due to injury and particularly concussion is is really saddening. You really feel for, for Angus and his family. Um, so I'm not sure I want to say too much, but I think at the time of this, you can also celebrate the career that he's been able to have. And it's has been a really, it's been a career filled with some successes and obviously some, some hard times as well. But... It's, it's certainly been a, a memorable career, so I congratulate him on that. And um, the, our discussions as an industry around the effects of um, concussions and head knocks will continue to play out, which it really should, and it should be a focus of our industry moving forward to make sure that we have the world's best practice to make sure that players, um, more often than not, get to choose when they want to finish playing the game. Yeah, well spoken, Alex Pierce. Uh, always uh, good to listen to. And he also said that he and plenty of the players at the Fremantle Football Club have had enough of intra-club and they're ready for opposition. Absolutely sick of it, yeah. It was, the tensions are getting a bit high. There's been a couple of um, spot fires break out last week. And, yeah, it'd be nice to use some of that um, use some of that en- energy into, into some opposition. And, yeah, we're excited. It's like this. There's so much work that's been done months of training and preparing and getting our footy to a level where we think we can really compete and perform and to actually test it out against some opposition and start um, yeah, going into that week-to-week cycle of learning and improving is yeah, it's something we look forward to. All right, that's Alex Pierce uh, this morning at the Fremantle Dockers launch ahead of the, uh, the match against the 
West Coast Eagles, Saturday 4.45 at Mineral Resources Park. Joining us now is Eagles assistant in Jared Schofield. Jared, uh, thanks for your time here on Sports Day WA throughout WA. Always great. Thanks for having me. Well, as Alex Pierce said, he's had a gut full of intra-club and training and he's ready now for opposition. I suppose from a coach's point of view, you're ready for a bit of opposition and real footy, I gather. Yeah, we definitely are. Um, I, I dare say the players are too. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're probably the same. We've been, we're probably realistically uh, a week or two ahead in terms of our match play. We started a lot of that sort of stuff early on in our pre-season as we had a full complement of players and um, you know, the way that we attacked our pre-season, having started a little bit earlier in November. Um, but, yeah, so the players are really itching a bit to um, play against some opposition and we get that opportunity against Freo um, on Saturday. How taxing has it been, particularly in the last month, uh, Jared, with the extreme heat? We know Perth is hot. We know that pre-season is often done under duress because of the conditions, but it's been excessively hot in the last two or three weeks as you prime yourself for the start of the season. Yeah, it's been challenging for sure. Uh, yeah, we've had a couple of sessions in excess of sort of high 30s to 40 degrees. Uh, we had one a couple of weeks ago on a Friday morning where I think about 10.30 in the morning it got to about 40 degrees. So it, it's been hot. Um, we've had to make some adjustments to our schedule, having the guys sort of come in at night for an intra-club um, a week or so ago. So yeah, look, we, we have to adjust along the way. The players are super fit, um, you know, these days and uh, they're able to handle it. So it's more about the recovery on the back end of these games and, and how they respond to the recovery. And, and that obviously determines how we attack the next session that might be two or three days later. I remember Simo over the last couple of years when he used to conduct a press conference, every press conference, and I went there, you know, when I was working in the television landscape uh, for a number of years, he always expected a question about Nick Natanui. And he used to, used to be a bit of a joke, actually. Um, I gather this year there'll be a lot of questions about Harley Reid. You're the midfield coach at West Coast and there'll be a lot of judgment on this young 18-year-old. Have you been blown away by the exposure this kid's had before he's actually kicked the game in AFL football? Yeah, there's a lot of hype around the young man. Uh, but um, He's handled himself um, really well um, in the environment, especially over here in Perth, being a two-team town. Uh, yeah, he's a very level-headed young man. Um, you know, comes from the country. He's very humbled with all the attention that he that he does, has been getting. And I dare say there's going to be more attention along the way. But I think we just have to really take stock and understand that he is only an 18-year-old. Yes, he's the number one draft pick. Uh, but yeah, look, he's got some talent. Um, there's a lot of talented players out there. But yeah, there's a lot of hype that uh, is coming along his way at the moment. And um, what we've seen pre-season within our match play. The, the hype is real. So mm. we'll, he'll get a, um, he's one play that he's looking forward to playing against opposition and uh, pulling on the Eagles' gurney. If you had to give a character reference for the young man, you said he's a country kid. Has he got the country values? Oh, definitely. Yeah, like you said, with, uh, with all the hype around him, you wouldn't know. Uh, he loves being around the players. Um, he's really invested, obviously, with the footy club. And, um, you know, I think uh, there was a story that sort of came about at the footy club where, you know, throughout his draft year, he wanted to just get back and play a game of footy, a couple of games of footy with his country mates. And that just typifies his character, that he, uh, he knows where his roots are from, um, even though he's in the big league now. And, um, you know, he's very, like I said, he's a very humble young man and um, we're super proud to have him on our list. 
What's the planning for Saturday in the match against Fremantle, the pre-season game that gets underway at 4.45? Have you sat down as a coaching panel to maybe constitute what the game time will be for Harley and certainly others in the midfield? Um, yeah, look, for him himself, we'll, we'll continue on with his minutes uh, that we've been along the way building him nicely in the match play um, that we've uh, conducted already within our pre-season. Um, yeah, he's showing that he can handle the loads. Uh, but, you know, with, with uh, the way that we will attack this, I think there's going to be six quarters all up. Um, but obviously, you know, with a, with a few extras at the back end of the four-quarter game. But, yeah, look, we're, we're treating it as a, uh, another step in the right direction to round one. Uh, so we'll uh, maximise the minutes for our players. As I said before, early on, it's, uh, our players have um, done a lot of match play um, throughout the pre-season. Uh, we had done you know, some match play even prior to Christmas, more than what we had done in the last couple of years. So our guys are conditioned to uh, play the 30 minutes or the time that's going to be uh, allocated. Elliot Yo, uh, last couple of seasons have been tough for the veteran midfield. He's been an awesome player for West Coast. I believe his pre-season's been very good and touch wood. He's got through Scott yeah, Fry. Look, yeah, look, he's, uh, he's been super. You know, he went away in the off-season. Um, uh, to a third party uh, overseas and did some extensive training and uh, came back with a lot of new insights on how to go about things um, with the support of the footy club of the, you know, with some of our medical staff and he's been able to implement that within his program and um, yeah look he's had a really strong pre-season and we've definitely seen over the last three weeks with his match play that his uh, general match conditioning is um, is building towards round one and he's another one that's been playing purely in the midfield and been able to manage those loads. And that's been the whole focus from day one of pre-season to where we are now. But we're also in, uh, in the right mind. We know that we've got him to the start line. Mm. And that's by having a good, solid, con- uh, consistent pre-season. And he's in a very good space. And he's so important to us. And, yeah, look, we've got him to the start line. And, uh, and he's looking forward to uh, getting, against, getting against um the opposition. Nah, he's such a, a handy player in more ways than one. We wish him all the best because everybody wants to see Elliot Yo at his best. And no doubt he's such an important player. Matt Flynn, we spoke about Nick Natanui. As we know, he went down and eventually retired due to injury. But Matt Flynn will take over a huge responsibility with the Ruck. Uh, Bailey Williams, as we know, has signed an extension to his contract uh, to be part of the West Coast Eagles. The Flynn-Williams combination will be interesting to see how that evolves over the year. Yeah, yeah, we're we're super excited about that. Um, I think it also allows Bailey to um, play to his strengths as that sort of forward, um, very agile type forward player that can get a good leap of the ball and, and really take a good strong mark in the front half for us and support Oscar and uh, Jack Darling and, and the Watermans and the Marricks lights down front. So, yeah, we're super excited for Bailey, but, um, yeah, we're, we're very impressed with what Matty Flynn's been able to bring to the footy club so far. From GWS, um, you know, run with a great attitude. He's slotted in nicely and, and, and blended well with the players and the playing group and the coaching group. And But more importantly, he's um, brought in some uh, really good um, intel as to uh, how he goes about football and he's leading the midfield well. Um, he's demanding of them. And uh, we're, uh, we understand that probably the midfield over the last couple of years has been a bit inconsistent with personnel and performance. Um, and, yeah, we're, we're wrapped to have him on board to lead uh, the midfield in that manner. You were there last season during the preseason when the players were going down like nine pins leading into round one. Very not too dissimilar to what's happening at Hawthorne at the moment. So, Jared Schofield, what about this preseason so far for West Coast? Now, people are sort of 
undecided just what sort of season the Eagles will have, but it's imperative that every club and any club that's going to be half successful this season needs to get a good preseason under their belt. Has this one been any different to your first year being last year? Oh, definitely. Uh, as, as I said, we've done a lot more match play. Uh, I think the biggest uh, shift is uh, our first-year players have had, their, have had their second preseason. You know, you know, when you look at the likes of a Ruben Jimby um, and you see what he's going to be able to produce already uh, is exciting. And um, you know, but more importantly, our senior players in McGovern, Barras, Yo, Cripps, uh, Alan, Darling, the likes have done nearly every minute of match play that we played. They hadn't done that in the last couple of years. So that's where we're, we, we love to have the leaders out there. We're excited with the young fellas. Um, so, yeah, look, it's got us to the start line. Um, and then once again, you've got to have solid pre-season to re- really to be able to set the foundation to be competitive in uh, what is such a brutal environment in the AFL. A couple of final questions. You mentioned some great names there. They've been great uh, warriors for the West Coast Eagles, uh, the senior players. But what about the young crop that's come through? And a lot of people are excited about some of the young talent at West Coast. Can you highlight, certainly from your point of view in the midfield, who we can look out for? Well, we've already spoken about one Harley. He's showing, you know, in his first preseason what, um, I suppose, exciting traits he has in and around the football and, and his just natural ability. Ruben Jimby's uh, running ability and just his overall strength and power around the ball has gone up another level again. Um, he's, he's probably producing what a five-year play would produce on the track in terms of uh, the physical component. And um, Noah Long in the front half has really stepped up again with his footy smarts and his um, IQ on the game. So yeah, there's the name a couple of but I think someone that um, goes on sort of notice is uh, Luke Edwards. Um, he's got a very smart football brain, but he's had another solid preseason. Had got his body nice and fit and healthy, and um, he's had a really good, strong preseason as well. But look, it's just exciting that um, majority of the players have been able to uh, fulfil you know 85% of preseason, which is not what we've had in the last couple of years. But once again, as I said, it's got us to the start line, set the foundation to uh, hope make us nice and competitive this pre uh, sorry this season. You're a great player for Port Adelaide. What about your uh, mate, Kane Corns? Of course, Port Adelaide, uh, he came out and made comments about the players dressing up before the intra-club game. Did you take note of that? Have you spoken to Cornsy at all? <laughs> Funny to call, talk about that, Pete. I was actually over there um, just last weekend for a uh, engagement with the uh, Port Adelaide players, and I was sitting right next to him on the table, and uh, we had a couple of uh, quiet words of, um, just catch up, and then uh, yeah, he came out the next day and commented on uh, the boys in their intra-club uh, outfits. And it's like, yeah, I think what's um, we got don't can't lose sight of is uh, this environment that we're we're amongst in the AFL is a stressful and brutal environment, and we've got to have an element of um, enjoyment along the way. And we haven't probably had that through the wins and losses um, ledger over the last couple of years. And to uh, the guys to show their character. I think is an amazing thing um, in the AFL, and uh, I was glad the guys uh, really come out and sort of showed, um, you know, their exciting character that we probably don't get to see from day to day. And um, yeah, it was an intra-club game, so uh, I wouldn't be getting too caught up on it. <laughs> Good stuff. Thanks for joining us, uh, Jared. Uh, looking forward to this season. Really am to see what the West Coast Eagles do deliver, and of course, the fans can get a bit of an insight into the Eagles squad and what they've got at this. Uh, this pre-season game on Saturday. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day WA. Much appreciated. Uh, thanks, Pete. Cheers. Okay, Jared Schofield, the West Coast Eagles assistant coach, uh, the midfield coach, joining us here 
on the program. Uh, you can join us on the open line, 13 12 55 Scarborough Toyota. They buy all makes and models. Uh, they deliver the open line. Uh, Ray says, uh, Shui uh, or Scoey, you play with both players. Who goes further in dancing with the stars this year, Cuzzy or Croft? <laughs> I wasn't going to throw him that, Roy. Please, please. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk cricket. Jason Berendorf is going to join us because WA are going for three Marsh ODI titles in three seasons. Can they do it? They take on New South Wales on Sunday. We'll speak to Jason Berendorf next here on Sports Day WA.